Are you struggling to create engaging content for your B2B brand? Let Podcast Town help. Our expert services will help you develop a successful content marketing strategy, making your brand stand out and increase revenue. With our guidance, you'll create quality content that resonates with your audience and builds brand loyalty. Visit our website at podcasttown.net to learn more and to get started today. We help you launch, grow, and maximize. What's up, Enterprisers? Welcome to another episode of the Enterprise Now podcast, where we shape the mindset of the high achiever to think like an entrepreneur. We talk with masters of the craft to get the cheat codes to success, helping elite enterprisers level up and maximize their brand. I'm your host, LZ, the mayor. Now let's get to it. All right, Dan. Can I get an oh yeah? Oh yeah. <laughs> nice. Kool-Aid man. <laughs> I want to have like a competition for all of my favorite oh yes over the years. I've had some pretty interesting oh yes, <laughs> as you can imagine. I've had guitarists play. I've had guests show up with their own backup tracks. You would not believe the oh yes that I've oh gotten over the years. <laughs> <laughs> so Dan. Thank you so much for joining me here in the studio, the Podcast Town studio. Here, here. Uh, expansive, I should say now. Yeah. Looks great. I'm glad to be here. So one of the things that I happen to have learned over, over my few years in business is business owners, entrepreneurs typically have a favorite area of business. Mine happens to be operations. If you had to say of sales, marketing, operations, finance, what's your favorite area of business? Mine is sales, which I never thought I would like. Coming from the corporate world, I was always before the sales. And I was always like, I don't know how you guys do it. I got in to start my own business and sales was like, oh, this is great. Because you just talk to people. That, I mean, that's how I looked at it. Yeah, yeah. It was like, if I could do something for you, great. If I can't, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. but I know somebody that could. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. sales, yeah, it just seems to come natural and easy for me. So is that because you like people or what about sales is the thing that excites you the most? I think it's they come at you asking or wanting a specific area, right? Like we need this fixed. Well, that's like going to the doctor and saying, well, I need this, right? (laughs) So hold on, let's take a step back and diagnose. So for me, sales is more of like really kind of breaking down why they want to get to that point versus, you know, why do they think they want to get to that point, right? Like, why are you coming at me with that? So I like to kind of diagnose it a little bit further and just be like, well, okay, let's talk a little bit further and do a little bit deeper dive here, you know? So I guess it's more discovery is what I like the most is kind of dissecting, you know, what they need Mm -hmm. and then just putting a plan together that makes sense for them. And I think people are shocked too that I'm very transparent. Like, well, this is how much it will cost. This is probably what you'll hear from, you know, when you go searching in Google and all this stuff. This is what you'll get back. So, you know, ask these questions. So, I mean, I think they're more shocked, too, that I'm not, like, asking for this sale, but I'm also giving them suggestions because I know they're shopping around, too. Like, well, you should ask this just to make sure, right? So, like, I'm setting them up for success either way. They do business with me or not. So, right. I think that makes it easier is just to be completely transparent and fluid mm-hmm. with them. So. 
Now, you mentioned you had a journey from corporate America to owning your own business. What What's that story? Oh, my gosh. Nothing that I thought it would be, <laughs> right? You, you know, right? I, like everything that I thought the business was going to be, it isn't. I'll say presently isn't, right? So I think a, a lot of people that transition, it's scary because now you're on your own and it's all on you. I started with 300 bucks in a computer. I didn't have any backing, no sponsors, no private equity firm throwing a ton of money at me. This was worst case scenario, I'll just get another job. Well, because I, I didn't want another job because I just kept my journey was corporate America. I'd excel very quickly and then I'd get bored. There was no room for promotion. So I go to another company, excel very quickly, get bored. Like that was it. I'm like, I can't do this. Like this can't be a life. This is just boring. So I transitioned and was like, well, I had companies saying, hey, can you do what you're doing for us? Can you do it? So I did manage when I jumped ship was like, all right, we'll do it. You know, and the first client I had was three months and I'm like, not a lot to sustain me, but I'll give it a shot. So transitioned over and seven years later, here I am. And it's nothing I thought it would be, but it's been way better. So I'm always curious to hear the moment, like, because I know when I when I transitioned, <laughs> there's a moment where you're excited and then there's a, oh, I'm not getting a paycheck moment. <laughs> what, was, what was that moment like for you? Well, the moment that I made the decision was the excitement. The next morning was the, oh, <laughs> Friday, I'm not getting paid <laughs> moment. So that's when I was like, all right, what's the quickest way to get paid? And that's what I focused on was just how do I get to that paycheck and realizing I had a time limit before there was no more, right? So that was the old moment came for me very quickly was like literally the what, you know, you wake up the next day and it was just like, oh, I can't hang out today. I, <laughs> I got to work mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> I, and I don't have all the corporate backup behind me. I don't have the web developer. I don't have the graphic designer. I don't have none of that. It's me. Mm -hmm. All right, let's get to work. Let's get it. Yeah. So, <laughs> so let's get practical for a second. What are some of the practical things that you did day zero, day 90, day yesterday that makes you successful? In the beginning, I reached out to connections that I had that knew me because seven years ago, believe it or not, a lot of people would change their LinkedIn profile to entrepreneur when they were unemployed looking for other jobs, right? And, or consultant. I didn't want to be that. So I just started reaching out to people saying, hey, I'm on my own. This is what I'm focusing on. So if you guys are interested or know anybody, send them my way. And I came from the supply chain background. So a lot of people knew me and knew what I did. So that's what I did first was start out reaching out to folks that I knew and started really networking hard. <laughs> mm -hmm. But then I started reaching out to companies that I knew I could do the same work for when it came to like sales and marketing stuff. But maybe I didn't have a connection or whatever. And I just started shooting for the moon. So I was shooting for companies that why not? Right. Let's go after Pepsi. Let's try like, hey, worst case scenario, they, they say no. Best case scenario, they say yeah. Right. <laughs> so I started shooting for the moon right away. And that was some practical stuff was just kind of just really networking, getting it on the phone and emailing folks that I knew and and taking some chances right away early. 
Got right. it. So even though your favorite area of business is sales, let's talk marketing a little bit. Yeah. Because that's kind of important, right? Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's well, kind of important? Two, two questions. <laughs> Why is it so important? And give us the goods. What are some keys to success when thinking about marketing? So the biggest thing is forget your idea of brand when it comes to marketing. Because your audience is going to tell you what your brand is, right, first and foremost. I think too many people focus on brand first. And I think a lot of people focus on that. To market, you have to spend a lot of money. My focus for marketing is it's got to drive money back to you. So put your focus there. If you have a couple of bucks and you were like, oh, I'm going to spend this on Facebook ads, is it really going to be beneficial for you, right? Does your audience sit on Facebook? Is that where you want to be? So for me, marketing always has to be, okay, is this the best area? So what I do is, where does 80% of my revenue come from? And how can I get there the most cost-effective way? That'll really bring me that return. And that's really all marketing is, is to focus on that. The other stuff is just add-on, fun, plug-and-play, right? Anybody can post. Anybody can do a social media feed. Like, that's free. That's easy. Go ahead and do that. But don't spend unnecessary money that you don't have to. And that's why I like entrepreneurs that start out with very little on their own and it's their own money because it's their own money now, right? Now it's like, uh, do I really want to spend that dollar there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's what I, that's how I differentiate marketing versus a lot of other companies. Got it. Now, operations is important as well, but a lot of times people, they don't quite put enough emphasis on it because it's hard to see the long-term implications right away. What's your take on that, and what are some things that you've done in your business to shore up the operational pieces so that you can scale? So I failed for many years at operations because I put it off to the side. And that's a no-no because I came from a supply chain world and everything was operations. Operations. (laughs) (laughs) Right? I'm just like, I tell companies like, oh, you guys need to do this and you need to have this software to be more efficient. I start my own business. I don't need a CRM. Who needs to, who needs to <laughs> you know, track clients How much and prospects. <laughs> and oh, I'll just look at my bank account and see the available balance. It's good enough, right? Oh, no, 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 no. Get in operations early. And there's a lot of tools out there that are low cost and free that, or, or free that you can use, right? So it's important, yes, get a CRM to just manage, get off the Excel spreadsheet because you're going to have to eventually hand that stuff off and automate document how you do things right away from the start. So when you hire somebody, you can hand that document to them and say, this is how we do things. This is the process Mm -hmm. that we do things Mm -hmm. to make this whole wonderful thing operate. So that's key. And that's one of those things where, myself included, it's really easy for me to tell, you know, (laughs) new entrepreneurs that. But I know when I started, it was like, okay, that's, Great to say, but in which hour of the day do you do that on top of all the other stuff that you have going on? Yeah. And I had like, I had post-it notes and notebooks all over the place and just at whiteboards and that was in my office. And then I just shut the door and forgot about it. Whereas now it's like, you know, when I do like project management or even mundane stuff, yeah, we have a CRM, but we also use monday.com to manage just you know, kind of real-time stuff, and, you know, it's just real easy to access. And it, we've also became a partner of them, too. So, But 
it's a great tool to use. And I think as a, you know, if you're starting out, it's automated and it's just, it's a very easy color coded, you know, thing to use. And I like very simple, easy things to use and, and not be complicated. I mean, Excel spreadsheets got complicated for me and I'm just like, I don't know formula. I can't do this. Mm-hmm. I need to click start done hasn't started <laughs> to do like that's what i want mm-hmm. purple yellow green red yellow great that's what i want mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so i'd say operationally get those in gear right away what hour of the day do you do that as an entrepreneur unfortunately either very early in the morning or after when everybody is asleep mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i tend to i'm a night owl so 10 o'clock at night i started that that's when i would do things got it yeah th- those things are so important we use zoho because I like the different suite that they have, and we, we use them for most of our business operations. Dan, if you're anything like me, and admittedly, there are so many of these that it's hard for me to nail it down. If you had to give me one, what would be the stupidest thing that you've done? What is the stupidest thing you've done? Is this in business or <laughs> it could be, as a it regular could be, person being drunk it could with be friends? In business. <laughs> Let's, let's stick with business. Stick with business. The <laughs> stupidest thing I've ever done. I'm not sure the stupidest thing I've ever done in business because I haven't very smart with the money piece. I don't know the dumbest thing I've ever done in business. Now, dumb and stupid are different. I guess dumb and stupid st- is when you probably should have known better, but you did anyway. Dumb is like you just didn't know. Oh, well, dumb, I just didn't even know. I think that's when I attempted to do, like, Google AdWords. And you know how they give you, like, a free credit or whatever? But it's not really free because you have to have ad money to it to get the freebie or whatever. Got it. So I'm like, oh, sweet. I'll do, like, a thousand bucks or whatever, and I'm doing (laughs) all this stuff. Like, I'm like, oh, cool, I'll get the freebie credit or whatever and the more increments you increase the more freebie you got so i was just like i don't know, let's do a thousand they'll give me a free thousand bucks and i'm all of a sudden my account's like ching, ching, ching. And i'm like what is going on here <laughs> and all these like companies and people what i call tire kickers <laughs> and this is the lesson learned like make sure you know what you're doing when you're spending money that it brings money back that money just went out the window bye-bye mm-hmm. and it happened in a matter of like days ouch and i was just like at the time i was like Mm, I could have used that money. That was gone. Didn't do anything. That was that was probably the dumbest thing I ever did because I didn't know anything about Google AdWords and and they're pretty tricky. I, I mean, I get tricky. those those emails all the time. You have one hundred and fifty dollars of free free credit. credit. No, you don't un- unless you give them money first to use, and then they'll the complication inside of it too. <laughs> like, well, which which words do you want to use? Well, I wouldn't use that word. You should use this. like. I'm not arguing with you, Google. Help me out here, right? Like, (laughs) you guys are the experts. (laughs) Help me out. (laughs) Well, see, that's why I love doing this show because you learn things, right? Somebody told me the the best wisdom that you can gain is from the mistakes of others. (laughs) Yeah. I I mean, those are like quick lessons learned like because it's your own money. It's a private equity firm. I'd have been like 10,000 grand, baby. Oh, it's gone in four days. But we got the $150 credit. (laughs) So that's good. So, but that, that was a good lesson because it's like, okay, A, I don't want to do Google AdWords, but B, I have a couple of great people that really know Google AdWords and do a really great job. So now I can refer to other people or if we decide to use that for clients is that's what they want to do. You know, so it was a good lesson. 
And now I knew what like to search for. Like, does anybody know Google AdWords? And are you really good at it? Right. <laughs> got it. Got it. It always connects to the money factor, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. it, I, especially when it's your own. Yes. You know, because when you see it go away very quickly, mm-hmm. it wasn't like like here you've been like oh, I could have spent that money on a couple of mics or <laughs> updated some software. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. <laughs> for for me, I was like, oh, I could have. Really got that new computer I should have got. <laughs> so so time flies when you're having fun, Dan. We're uh, at the end of our conversation. But if people want to reach out to you, learn more about what you do, your business, and avoid those dumb things, how can they do that? <laughs> Pitfalls? Yeah, talk to us first. Yeah. They can reach us easily on our website at www.r3shift.com. So it's R, the number three, shift.com. And I'm not shy to give my number if somebody wants to give me a call directly because they'll speak to me first. So it's, you know, 414-388-2029. Send me a text, schedule a call. I'm fine with that. Otherwise, fill a contact us form and we'll reach out to you. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time. No problem. Thanks, Elsie. If you got value from today's show, we want you to join the Enterprises Elite email list for more nuggets and resources. And remember, no excuses, just execution. Go get it. What a fantastic episode. Hey, listen, I want to know something. What is the top concern that you have in your business? Is it sales? Is it marketing? Is it finance? Operations? Shoot me an email, mayor at podcasttown.net. I want to start a conversation around these areas of business and how we can work together and help each other shine even brighter.